Hi, I'm Ryan Hudson. And I'm Hans Levitt. And this is Dungeons and DMs. Uh, today, we have a friend and guest, Austin. Um, and we've got a couple of questions for you today. Yes, yes hello. Uh, I'm ready to answer some questions. Okay. Since you've been a DM for a little while, right? Um, uh, yeah, about half a year. Yeah. Uh, I have a few questions, of course. Um, how many campaigns have you run? Uh, as a DM? Yes. I've run three. Three. Um, do you know how many sessions you've done? Uh, A decent amount. Probably, uh... Alright, so I started when I... About once a week, and I started back in September of this year. No, of last year. Uh, So, you can do math on that one. Quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um... What level is your party at? Uh, which one? Um, the one that we're in. Uh... We're, you guys are level three, I believe. Yes. Yeah, we are. I, I think so. Um, what was the what's been the hardest level to level your combat uh, that I've ever, ever had in all my sessions? Yes. Okay. Um, uh, once you hit level four, people get something called beats, which is a, a certain. So you have a, a choice at level four to either up your all your ability scores by two, or uh, get two points to one of your ability scores, or you can go into something called feats, which uh, gives you a specific ability that that um, that that uh, gives you a big advantage. And uh, some of those feats are hard to deal with as a DM in combat. I would I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. some of them are pretty. Good. I personally don't know, but <laughs> I'll find out maybe. Oh yeah, so uh, probably level four. Hmm. Uh, what is the most like unforeseen path that your group has taken, and you 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 wanted them to go this way, so... and then they just. Yeeted off I just, another direction. I just finished, uh, well, I killed off a session because it wasn't going too well. That just entire session, a whole path that I did not foresee at all. But, um, and this current one, it's been pretty by the book. And in my in my previous one, they, they took a, a hard left because on the map there's something called an arena. It was like the Avro's Arena or something like that. And I just put it on the map for filler and they decided that they want to, wanted to go there for whatever reason. So, um, I had to wing a lot of stuff for a session. That was that was pretty. That was almost pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, the parties generally like just to go off into random directions. Yeah, I guess. The, the yeah. Some that I've accepted at this point. They're, they're going to do what they want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are some problems you faced while DMing? Um, and how did you fix them? Uh, a bit. A big problem is uh hitting like, like so you need to have quests and stuff ready for your players mm-hmm. almost at all time or else they get bored and yeah. <laughs> a big problem is trying to make up those quests make sure that they're not just the same you know go kill a bandit camp come back get money yeah yeah and try to make them interesting and engaging mm. that's a problem uh trying to corral your players to do what you want is also problematic as sometimes yeah yeah but uh it also just depends on who you're playing with. yeah um what's the most important thing that a new dm might not know um i i would say you should wing more than you think i i the first session you're gonna dm you're probably gonna plan everything to a t and you're gonna realize very quickly the dice room yeah, yeah the dice is a decider and uh, dice w- is your enemy yeah with with that uh how much have you actually done to prepare like how much have you winged versus preparing um it, it's gotten more towards wing as i go on yeah as now it's it's probably like a 50 50 as I am, I have. You see, the big thing is you have to prepare maps to battle. Mm, yes. And sometimes you can't do that, which it's not. I mean, 
it's not the biggest deal, but it's nice when you have the maps. So you have to keep a balance where you have maps ready for a lot of different um, whatever, anything else you can pretty much. Um, how much time do you put in each session, like working on? Uh, stuff? like weekly. Yeah. Um, how many hours? How many, how many hours? How many seconds? If if you're not including the session itself, I probably put like uh, I do it mostly in batches. Where mm-hmm. I'll write the story for what I think is gonna happen. So you plan bit. more than one week ahead. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I try to. Um, and of course sometimes I'll just scrap, you know, weeks Pieces. worth. Yeah, but I mean. Probably in like one week, I probably spend like three to four hours on it. Three four hours. Do you ever like, um, as a sh- session is happening, already start thinking about what could potentially happen next session? Oh, absolutely. Like, I, yeah, I, I, uh, I like to try to think of what's possibly where the group is heading, so I can get a general idea, yeah. you know, yeah, that sort of thing, so I can prepare for the next sessions. Yep. Uh, what is something that you would warn? new d new dms about um you gotta learn very quickly if you like your play you gotta you find you have to find the right players right because um i've dealt with some not great players and they can absolutely you also need to you can't just absolutely yeah. let players do whatever they want you have to set boundaries of course boundaries yeah. boundaries are necessary like a yeah, necessity i uh i found out very I, when i first did it i had no boundaries i found out very quickly how bad of a mistake that was yeah it was it was not great it was not great yeah, it was not great um how long do you expect your campaign to last um most came honestly this one i planned probably a little more than a year i'd say one uh i have an overarching last a while yeah um uh, mm. How long have any other campaigns that you've been in in the past or are currently doing? How, so the, the one I was a character in just ended recently, like like I think two weeks ago. How long did that go? That for? lasted a little less than a little less than a year. What about the other sessions that you currently? Um, I had the one I currently had the the, the very current one we've done three weeks, and then the other one that I do with uh, some of my my sister's friends, and we've been doing that one for. Hmm. How long? How long do you plan on that one to continue? Uh, I honestly have no idea. You just it, it's just until they get bored, or you guys all just kind of yeah. agree to. It's... Yeah, and I never know with some of those schedules because they're on. They well, they're, they're on all college. in college, right? right? So they one of them could move away all of a sudden, and then you know things change. So yeah. Um, what irritates you the most about your party? <laughs> Which party? Uh, the 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 one we're in. The uh, one you're in yes, right now. You guys all been, you guys have all been pretty good. good right. to me. So. Uh, a big thing is people not consistently showing up, which I understand every once in a while that happens. But um, what about uh, not paying attention? Yeah, that, that uh, that bugs me. It does it. Yeah, yeah, it does. Usually, I just ignore those players who don't pay attention. I mean, they're not gonna pay attention to me. I'm not gonna pay attention to them. Yeah. And um, I try to just move on with the story so the rest of the party can have an angel. Yeah. Do you uh ever fake dice rolls? I sometimes you have to. Yeah. Like very recently, uh. Uh, our party had a, had a certain spider encounter, and uh, they would have died. And I would have died. Yeah. And the session would ended, and uh, that would have been not good. So you the you, session, you, the campaign, the campaign, it would have been over. Yeah. You so you threw a couple of dice throws. Just so you have to. It have sometimes um, with balancing enemies, you balance them wrong, and you just have to. You have, have to either adjust their stats on the spot, or or just make it smudge roll. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I try very hard not to though. Right. Of course, like you, you don't want to overuse the power. Right? No, because then it's just not D and D. It's just people talking. 
So you've set yeah. rules for yourself. So the next question is, do you have any rules for your sessions? And what so? Like, I, I do. I sent in this newest one um, with, where I think I needed rules. Because I also, the other one with my sister friends, I don't need. They don't need rules. They're good enough players to know that, like, don't, like, PK or don't play or kill. Um, in this one, I set a rule, um, obviously, don't play or kill. Yep. Um, Last time didn't work so well before you set that rule. Yeah, so I, I realized I needed to set that rule around. Another thing is, um, if they are talking over me, they will take damage, being a, how I <clears throat> see fit at the time. Yeah, yeah. Depending on their health and whatnot. Yeah, well, just. And um, a little bit. Another rule is that if I know that two players sit together, and they're troublesome together, they're gonna, yeah. If they, if they, I know uh, I, I had two players who used to sit, who they sit together and do nothing but look around the entire time. So I set a rule so they would have to sit far away. So, so essentially, you're almost becoming a school teacher in the way of <laughs> rules to get these kids, to get some people to pay attention. Because yeah, in a way, in a way, you could say that, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes your players have a maturity level of a child. I mean, I think every player at one point <laughs> they get a little. All right. Other I than other than uh, faking dice rolls, um, have you tried to save someone? Like, have you tried to move the spider to attack someone else? Uh, I, you know, um, I actually did one of my, one of my PK, one of my players, uh, just died. Like, he rolled bad enough on his saving throws, and mm -hmm. uh, he got down super quick, and he died. And at the time, it was super early in the session. I think the character liked, I think the the player liked his character, and um, I, I kind of fished him away out. I I got him to, I, I so basically they were going to the church, right? Anyways, which is part of the quest. So I figured, well, I might as well have one of the people resurrect. Also thought that it was a little cheap the way he died too. Yeah, I kind of thought that was a really cheap way to die too. No, I don't know. I <laughs> no, that, he died from poison. No, it, it was, was my character. Bad. It was. It was also. Uh, you rolled pretty bad on his death. I did roll pretty bad. And, you know, some things. You know, it's one of the things you can't plan on. Is sometimes play characters just die. Yeah, and so I have saved it. I saved someone. I've also not saved someone. I've had many a PK. I I've had to kill someone at one point. Because they were doing something that they should not be doing. Oh, yeah. and I also have yes. the uh, the rule of actions have consequences. And his that con is his, a rule that his, I live by. His consequence was uh, death, sadly. Yes, hmm. uh, I, I try to avoid it. How how do you hint to your party? How do you get them to do things that you want them to do when they're not listening? Yeah, so or something just... I introduced in this um this session that I thought is think is going to be great is I introduced a uh, a character that I control per se, but he's not he doesn't fight or anything, but it's something that can nudge them on the right path when I need to. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a little goblin called me. Uh, oh, I thought you were talking about a wizard. wizard. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, I mean, the wizard also helps. I think he's not as much helping as... So you, you have this character... Giving quests. Yeah. I'm guessing you've made it so that he shadows the group at all times. And you don't really mention it, but he's just, everyone assumes he's going to be there. Yes. All right. No, I understand a little bit more about our own session. You know, <laughs> everyone's learning here. Um, it's a big so learning session. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Podcast. Um, so, what's your process for creating your world? Um, your my process. Uh, okay, so usually what I like to do is um, I like to try to make a map first. Maps I, always first. Is <laughs> every single one? I'll, so I'll get them into regions, and I'll I'll. Imp I'll implant history and how that region works. 
different to all the hmm. other regions. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I'll go region by region doing that. Um, then I'll do naming probably last is one of the last things I do. Yeah. I did a little like worldwide. I don't like doing worldwide history because it no. just seems like why bother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you might not an entire campaign. The the group might not even go it, to it, any. A lot of times it just won't matter. I like to put a little bit. I like to put like a thin line of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like who hates who, whatnot. There's things that affect rival, the, like the, rivalry, yeah, rivalries, rivalries, and maybe why they hate it. There's things like that. But for the most part, I try to stay with like late late history because it doesn't seem to matter much. Do you think clans are a necessity in the campaign? Absolutely not. No. No, I don't think so. A lot of ways, clans just get in the way because then. Hmm. Players are always scared of, well, if I do this, I set a plan, and it becomes a political game, and I don't think political games are very fun. Hmm. Um, with your world creation, how long do you, do you think you took to create the worlds that you've thought up of right now for your, uh, your campaigns? How long do you think that that it's took actually to funny. build so, uh, my, my method of world creating is I will make the world, and I will build upon it as we go along. So uh, my, my, the one that uh, you two are in, um, I probably built that thing in like an hour. <laughs> you built that in an hour. Yeah, I, 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 he he hour. told me that whenever we were about to start the session because I kept. Uh, he kept on bugging Ryan. Ryan here kept on bugging me. He's like, "Well, when are we gonna get the history?" I'm like, "Well, I mean, right I, I wanted to make sure that I my know, character I had know. a backstory that was worked into. I, it. it makes sense too, but yeah, it make it makes plenty of sense. Um, so yeah, do you have a pantheon that is uh, for a character or for your world? Um, I made a pantheon for my world actually because I think it's going to tie in the main. It does tie in the main story. You know this, yes. yes. And uh, so it's I, a I thought, very big factor. <laughs> I think I think um, having some gods that intervene and whatnot, it's kind of cool. Yeah. And um, another way that you can get your players on the right way, you know, just have the religious one hear a whisper in his ear. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's talking about my cleric. I'm just talking about any religious. Well, thing, yeah, you know? but in, now, that is an instance. This... It had happened to where. Yeah. Um, I'd use Ryan's character to move. Yeah. Um. Uh, what have you done to include the backstory of your party members, or have the party members made their backstories for the session? Um. I try to make it so I. I'd like to think that the players made their backstories for their characters, and um, including their backstories, I try to remember like. Well, for one part, I I, I got all their backstories to make sense that they were on this place. Right. Right, I made sure that I cooperated with players enough to do that, and um, with their backstory, it's interesting to see how they grow, right? And how, they, uh, how there's, it evolves. Yeah, and there's also like, well, maybe once they reach their hometown, certain things happen, or their connections with so and so will help help them, them yeah. sometime along the way. And I plan on using that as we go. I think I should use that more. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's uh, I try to. Mm -hmm. uh what's the most annoying class in your opinion all of them i mean <laughs> honestly every every single one of them you can pick out a niche it's like there's not really annoying classes there's annoying spells or abilities mm. uh that's that's really it and um like let's say well wizards and sorcerers get fireball super early yeah which fireball is a it, it's very almost unbalanced to a point but you just the big thing is you have to find ways around it yeah mm-hmm which I've gotten pretty decent at, and um, and then like clerics have this, and you know barbarians have this, and it, it, they all have their own problems. I wouldn't yeah. say certain classes annoying. No. Hmm. Uh, do you let your party multi class? Yeah, I mean I don't see why not. No, no one has done it. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if someone is going to do it. Uh, I, I, mean, I, I I personally am hoping to, but I'm not sure when. Uh, and it's just up to the player. Uh, one of the last questions here before we uh, wrap up. What is the best part of DMing? Uh, the best part? I mean, really, it's like you set up this world, and it's just it's about setting up your world and seeing how badly your players can ruin it. <laughs> no, but um, it's just interesting seeing like how they react to certain situations. You know, a big thing that I like is uh, having those challenging fights, and then as soon as I say the the how do you want to do it and how do you do it, see them all cheer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the little Get... victory moments after they they finally beat that, it's it's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. Seeing the little victory celebration yeah. for after finally killing an enemy that could have potentially just wiped the party, out. wiped the the entire party out. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think that, was that, that was the last question. Yep. Um, thanks for joining us. Right. Uh, end of the Dungeons this, and DMs. Yep. Rip Tim. <laughs>